Hello, welcome. This is Kim and Liz, and this is Expat Chronicles. Okay, welcome, welcome. We have some special guests with us today. We have Charlene. Hi, Charlene, and also Kiara. Kiara, yes, and they are here from South Africa. Okay, so this is wonderful. It's great to have some voices on here and to and to just really talk about what it is to actually move abroad because all of us here sitting here are from another country. Um, and yet we're all living here in the United Arab Emirates, okay? So we're going to just talk, have a little conversations about what it's like to move from one country to another as an expat, understanding some of our fears and the preparations, the languages that might happen, and even experiencing the culture because we know that's big in every co country and knowing just how to navigate that, all right? So Lizzie, how are you? I'm good. Let's just remind our audience, you're from where again? Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, and once again, I'm from America. And this is Expat Chronicles. Okay, first question to anyone on the floor. Mm -hmm. What did you know about the Middle East and the UAE before you moved here? I wanna know about the myths the different wild, crazy stories you'd heard, and then we'll see which one of them were true or not true as we go along. Okay, let me go first. So I'm Charlene from South Africa, particularly uh, Indian town called Durban, representing. So I'm here now for six and a half years. What did I know about the UAE? Not much really, except the Burj Khalifa yep. <laughs> uh, and all of these tourist attractions that I wanted to see. And I knew about Dubai, but really I did not figure until I got here that Dubai was just an emirate. To me, Dubai represented the entire UAE. That okay. is the... Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a that common is what, mistake. Yes, a lot that of is the most common mistake. And coming here and then realizing the seven emirates and then teaching it to everyone else was a big thing uh the glitz and glamour for me yes definitely and yeah that's about it okay so i'm kiara i actually come from a small rural town in the overburg called grayton um and i've only been here for 30 days exactly 30 days she's brand new y'all she just got here <laughs> uh, so on the note of Charlene, um, I actually assumed that Dubai was the capital of mm -hmm. the UAE, not knowing it was Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. History fanatic, not so much geography. Um, what I did, what I thought I was going to find was um, just sand, not a lot of buildings. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was complete desert. Um, I thought I would get locked up because I have too many tattoos and the clothes <laughs> that I wear is inappropriate. So. Yeah, I think that was also a misconception. Yeah. And actually just last night I found out there's a tattoo parlor in Dubai. Oh, so. lovely. There's many. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, right. Many. So um, also just, just last year I found out about the seven emirates. Um, my conception, my preconception was um, that just a whole lot of Islamic 
Muslim people, not a lot of expats, not a lot of people from all around the world, even though Dubai is like a center city for international tourists. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought it would be a whole lot of Islamic people around me. But it's but, very surprising though, yeah. because mm -hmm. when I even, when I came here, like the amount of people from India or mm -hmm. the Philippines yeah. and Ethiopia, mm -hmm. like this, I honestly don't know what I was thinking, but that was not, you know, thinking yeah. that those were the countries that would be here that wasn't what I was thinking Even Egypt yeah, yeah yeah a lot of Egyptians but you know what I found out about that well no it wasn't it wasn't actually in reference to Egypt Egyptians it was actually in reference to Palestinians mm -hmm. because there are a lot of Palestinians here yeah. and I did a bit of research because I was just very curious about mm -hmm. that and the reason why is because the UAE is a refugee refugee country they 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 are yeah, they, they allow Palestinians to come here so regardless of um, their papers or whatever mm -hmm. they welcome them here so that was something that I didn't know about because there's only a very small select few countries that do that for Palestinians yeah. I think it and I, I honestly just think it's four UAE Jordan Egypt and um, the UAE uh, the US but oh the US God. is a bit more challenging because you go in as a refugee you'll probably it's more challenging to get your green card as a Palestinian but you can um, do that I think one way of really like understanding that is um, a good way which is a comedian I don't want to blast him out there but it's a, it's a show on on Netflix called Mo and he's a Palestinian American refugee and he kind of makes light of that and everything but a lot of it is real you know the challenges you go as someone as an expat as someone of not born of the country what do you think I mm -hmm. think one of the most exciting things about the Middle East is no matter what your impressions are it's still mind-blowing when you actually get definitely. Yes, definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah. The mm. number of different nationalities, people, languages, the food. The food. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's That'll absolutely get you caught up. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All the so, like, yeah. My first experience of the Middle East was actually in Qatar. And I remember leaving um, Zim mm -hmm. and it was like just just chilly it's not winter but it, it was slightly cold it was raining the day i left mm -hmm. and i had a jacket on because it was raining mm -hmm. and i transited through south africa and the, it was chilly in joburg so i had my jacket on and i land in doha <laughs> and the sky is pitch black okay it's eight in the morning and my first impression is like but you people said i'm coming to the desert that it's hot all the time <laughs> like why is it raining mm -hmm. and this lady who picked me up looks at me and says it's not rain. It's a sandstorm. Oh. oh wow. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was cold. It was dark. Wow, really? Except it wasn't rain. It wow. was a sandstorm. Okay. And so my first, first experience of the Middle East, getting off the plane, onto the bus to the terminal, mm -hmm. was of this cold, mm -hmm. windy experience. And I actually thought, oh, it's going to rain today. Mm. And it was a sandstorm. Wow. wow. And that's not, and it, oh yeah, I bet you that wasn't ideal. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Thank goodness that a jacket. <laughs> but you arrived in Doha by yourself, yeah. which was a huge difference, right? It As was. opposed to Charlene, you came yeah. with your family. How was so, that? For me, that was a bit, it was scary. It was frightening because I'm going into the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, my husband had a permanent job that he left mm -hmm. and there I bring both my kids. My baby was two years old at right. that time. Mm -hmm. And I clearly remember leaving South Africa, leaving the airport, um, saying our farewells, 
and it's the four of us walking, bawling our eyes out. <laughs> and I am holding onto my baby and walking down that aisle into the terminal and not knowing what I'm going in for. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the most scariest part. Right. And my husband and I just looked at each other, tears streaming down. <laughs> and we held each other's hands and we nodded. You right. Know, like, we've got this. Yeah, so, yeah. Because I didn't know. Yeah. It's, it's, and then it's... we got here. And it wasn't easy. It mm-hmm, was hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to deal with the heat, mm-hmm. um, transitioning yeah. our daughters, yeah. having to leave their family, <clears throat> and then just getting used to everything. Right. But it was it was okay. We managed. Yeah, we yeah. Because it's time, but we got there. Yeah, I mean, because it's it is big. Because, like you said, it's not just you; it's your no. family, and you're going through. Not you need your children to have an education and I need so what kind adapt. of schools yeah. Yes. yeah you know are they going to sh- and then you're thinking about are they going to struggle uh-huh. with the language in exactly. school is it going to be yeah. the correct school is it yeah. going to be this because Charlene and I came in around the same time and even though the UAE was is not my um it's not my first Middle Eastern country I started off in Kuwait um even then, though, coming here, it's still a bit of... I had an idea of how Middle Eastern people, you know, behaved and yeah, stuff yeah. because of Kuwait. So it wasn't too new. But it's still also very scary because you it don't is. know the laws. You don't know yes. what you're supposed to do. That's and funny. we've seen how this country has changed drastically. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. And just the six, six, a little over six. And Lizzie, you've been here longer. Yeah. You know, just over that time, it like what you see, Kara, now... It it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't there. It wasn't there. <laughs> it's not even there. like it was being built. No, it was not there. When you said you thought it was going to be desert, yes, it, it was. was desert. Okay. <laughs> I, have one. I have one. When I first came here on yeah. this campus, um, there was no road. The main road mm-hmm. you see outside did yep. not exist. I agree. We'll take a turn off about yep. three, four kilometers away yep. to go completely round mm-hmm. and come back. We've watched roads being built we mm-hmm. we were the only building for as far as you could see we've wow. seen houses being built we've seen <laughs> Service stations <laughs> with, with that road. I actually thought a taxi driver was trying to scam me, right? Because when I first got here, I knew about the turn there, but he didn't know they had made that turn on that road to yeah. the school. So he went straight and down, and, and I'm looking at him like, "Where are you going? What is going on right now? Is this dude really trying to scam me out of money and stuff?" And he was explaining. He was like, "No, no, no." He's like, "I did not know this is new. You know, I thought as you know, because you had to." go all, all the way, the way down, down to come back up to the school at one point so i really thought he was scared but it makes sense because yeah. it wasn't there it, it was just there. this it road just <laughs> absolute road yeah. Yeah. there's a lot that one thing i love about the middle east is change is the constant mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. things will always change you're guaranteed mm-hmm. things will change and it's not That's just the true. buildings it's the laws it's, it's you know just understanding that this is how the world works especially since the uae wants to bring in more tourists more people because let's be real mm-hmm. it's money mm-hmm. right it's money for them and they are thriving because they're understanding how they can navigate these laws and still keep this in in in, in a way the their muslim values etc like that you know so but incorporate other exactly and, and not make people feel isolated like dubai has and abu dhabi and 
even Ajman, okay, the only emirate that won't have this is Sharjah because that's a dry emirate. That's the only dry emirate here. But all of these, all of these areas, they have clubs. They have, it's, it's just not on display. They know how to keep it hidden in these hotels. And that's where you're allowed to have a good time and everything, and which makes sense. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, they which, love brunches which, here. Which brings <laughs> us to, like, one of the biggest questions when you move to the Middle East or when you move abroad, like, where am I going to hang? Right, mm. right. How am I going to socialize? Mm -hmm. How am I going to be entertained? That is a challenge. That was the last thing on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was what were you thinking about? I was like, am, am I going to be human traffic? Oh, there was yeah, my first true. question, not yeah. because of the country that I'm going to, but yeah. just because I come from South Africa, where crime is like the right, yeah. you know, yeah, right. yeah, and yeah. like as a female going alone, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noting so they know mm -hmm. nobody's going to be looking mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. so I'm like, I go through um, security, I'm sorry, I like changed the whole conversation. No, you're yeah. fine, you go ahead. Um, I go through security, I'm also crying. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, so um, my whole family went with me, my siblings, my mom, my brother, wow. my, my siblings, <laughs> my mom, my boyfriend, my boyfriend's brother and fiance, wow. and my cousins, and my cousin's girlfriend. That's Why aren't like, you married yet? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's my, those are my people that I'm always with, mm -hmm. like on a weekend and stuff, so they say bye to me. And then as I walked through like the security, I was stressing because I was like, is this stuff in my bag that's not supposed mm -hmm. to be there? Are yeah. they going to block yeah, that me? Is, that's a constant Because customs <laughs> just like block you for anything yeah. randomly. And mm -hmm. I, my stop, my layover was in Amsterdam. So my oh. thought is... Wow. I didn't give you a direct Why? flight? No. The, oh. Things are changing. Wow. Oh, okay. So was it still Emirates Airlines or? Um, no, it was KLM. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I went to Amsterdam um, and when I got there, I had to be there for about two hours. I think two to three yeah. hours. Mm -hmm. The time was still confusing because yeah. I didn't know if my time, my flight was like South African time, mm. UAE time, yeah. Amsterdam time, yeah. like what time is it actually? Right. So then when I got there, um, came to UAE or to Dubai at least and I felt so lost because I had to get on a train I didn't know I was just like watching everybody watching where they're going because everyone just like looked like okay this is a norm for them yeah mm -hmm. um we're walking end up um on the train get my luggage I have to get a sim card I'm waiting for my suitcase mm -hmm. I lose my sim card mm-hmm I lose my SIM card. I'm looking, waiting for my bag, looking, and eventually um, I get my bag. I get a new SIM card, Virgin Mobile, and I'm out, and I'm waiting for my driver, and my driver's not there, and then I find him with my name spelled wrong, which is a, a common misconception. Yeah. So um, eventually find him, and then arrive at the hotel, and I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> and then I was there for weeks. Yes. <laughs> we were very happy to have you. Trust me. Yeah. We were patiently waiting for we you. Waited. Like, yeah. please oh. bring her. We don't care. Just have her body here. Okay. Because at this point, we were like, we need a new teacher. So we were very excited. As you can see, we're, like, we were, you know, very, we tried to be. We always tried to be. Okay. Very welcoming. To, but you probably, probably felt like we were over the top because we were just so happy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really loved it. Yes. Yeah. So, 
And I mean, and, you know, and that's some of those those fears that happen with leaving, you know, yeah. the country and stuff like that. Because I even I had a similar not me personally, but in, I like I said earlier in our previous podcast that I started off in South Korea mm-hmm. and my best friend was visiting. And, you know, this is where it comes into cultures in South Korea. They're very friendly. They're very opening. Mm-hmm. They want you to come eat with them, sit with mm-hmm. them, coffee, mm-hmm. all of these things. Right. And so walking, my friend was visiting my VP of my school knew this and he was driving along saw us walking and oh. called me was like hey Kim come on in and as your VP you don't just say no you yeah, say okay yeah. let's yeah. go and my but the thing is my friend when we got into the car because I'm telling you it's okay but my friend I see her in the back seat and her eyes are like shooting back and forth because <laughs> it was late at night not super late but it was evening time and he's taking us to meet his wife and daughter for coffee but she's she's thinking like what is Kim what is doing? What is happening? <laughs> Am I about to be sex trafficked? What is, what is my friend doing? And I can see her mind moving yeah. a thousand, you know, as yeah. someone coming from abroad. And she and I, after a while, I just called a friend up there and had it explained to her that everything was okay to calm her down. And when I talked to her, she was like, you know, Kim, I was ready to see if I could duck and roll out of the car. <laughs> she was like, I was just estimating if I can open and go, you know? And I was like, because I saw her, like her face was like, what is happening? Oh my goodness. So that, you know, but that's a common fear. You don't know. You hear all these stories coming from, you know, people abroad. And it does happen. We don't want to say that it doesn't, you know, that don't come thinking, hey, this doesn't happen. It does happen. It is a reality. But unfortunately, you know, but the good thing is that we're able to come into these cultures, experience them. And honestly, for a lot of us, it's a better way of life. It really is. Though we need a part two, we need to talk about accommodation. Yes, we're not done yet. Driving, <laughs> right? Transport, I mean, languages. There's so much you can't fit all of it in yeah. one episode. Yeah, this it's definitely need to come back for this because yeah, it just you know getting driving here. I know you guys drive on the other side of the road, right? Yes, you except for me. Yeah, so getting used oh, to that. Yeah, we drive like the same wow. on the side, so it's not a problem for I'm me. But I understand that because even even when I lived in Thailand and I had to learn about on the other side of the road, when I went back home on, in yeah. America, I found myself on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> and good thing, you know, like, and I realized, and I just looked at my husband, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> you were doing okay. I didn't want to scare you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because, you know, it's just, it's a re-navigating when you go home, especially, and stuff like that. But I want to say thank you guys for coming, thank for talking. You for we definitely want to do a part two, because like thank we said, we have so, so much more questions. questions and stuff like that. And this is Kim and Lizzie from Expat Chronicles. Oh, yeah. See you guys next time. Yeah, bye-bye.